Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. We are here yet again to use the Dynasty Trade Dynasty Trade Calculator to talk about trade values of one player from each of the important positions in fantasy football. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, sometimes tight end. We'll see. I don't know. We didn't really talk about what we're all specifically doing, so maybe. I don't know. Part of the mystery. Part of the fun. I am your host, Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. He is your host, Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. He is your host, John Bosch at John Bosch FF. And we are now just going to dump, jump straight into it because I can't talk anymore and it's not my turn to go first. Who's quarterback? Does anyone have quarterback? Nobody has quarterback. I Nobody has quarterback. We're getting some tight end action tonight. Yes. Yeah, that's weird to say out loud. I think Kane now goes first with running backs then. True story. Yeah, it. you know, um, I'm going running back because I feel like we have to talk not just about like obviously these guys are all good at football but we have to talk kind of these aging running backs and just aging running backs and how they work amongst themselves because realistically right i'd rather be a year early moving an older running back than yeah. be a year late and you lose four times the value right oh yeah um so we're going to talk about my main man that i just traded away and i talked to you guys about it dalvin cook okay um, Dalvin Cook right now is worth the 103. Ow. So do you want wow. the 103 or Dalvin Cook? Hmm. I mean, I don't even think about it, and I take Dalvin Cook. Yeah, I, I take Dalvin Cook over the 103. I'm kind of surprised that that's – that I would have thought he would be at least the 101. Yeah. I, that's – Hmm. He's coming well, okay. in at 28.2 on the calculator, and the 103 is like 27. You know, so it's between the 102, 103. Like you were saying before, especially with running backs, it is value-wise insanely important to get out a year year early instead of a year late. Because the moment everyone else realizes a running back is kind of done, trash. You know, you, you go from being worth two and a half first, what Dalvin Cook was before last season, to being the 103 now to next year won't even be worth a first. But right now, man, the 103 seems like such an easy price to pay, especially in this class. Yeah. That's with where the points you'll be getting, even not this coming season, the season after, uh, Dalvin will still be good. He won't clearly be valued what he's putting up points-wise, but production-wise, for two seasons, I see zero reason you don't get high-end production out of him. I mean, you were basically looking at like Brees Hall or Dalvin Cook. Um, Brees Hall is probably going to be the 103, I would imagine, in several super flex drafts, if not a little bit earlier. But like you said, Dalvin Cook comes in somewhere between the 102 and 103. So right. I'm going to go ahead and guess that that's kind of the uh, the comp that we're looking at. Is So putting a name to it, I'll take Dalvin Cook. Yeah. You know, I, I understand flipping him. <laughs> and we did, I'm sure we'll talk about the trade that we all talked about with you, Kane. Yeah. Uh, but the 103 just feels very, very cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather have the 103. But the main question is, would you rather have Delvin Cook or a 2023 first 
and Devin Singletary. Yeah. And that was, that was your trade. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, while I do think you could get more for cook, I do think cook is worth more. I didn't hate the trade. I think production wise, I don't think Dalvin cook will be significantly more than Singletary next year. He will be, he will outscore him, but it's probably not by 10 points a game. It's probably by, you know, three to four points a game, not insignificant, but it's not like overwhelming. And you get a 2023 20, first on top of it. So yeah, I, I'm okay taking that deal. It, it's not ideal, but uh, I think you could get more, but if you're ready to get out of Dalvin cook, maybe that's the best you can get. Yeah. I think a few things go into this timing, like selling a running back in February is tough. You're not going to get full value because there were nowhere near scoring points. I, I remember seeing this and just being like in shock and it's I, I straight up admitted to you guys, high end running backs is always going to be the weak point of my trade value analysis because I never have them. You know, <laughs> I, I don't trade for them. I don't draft them that early. So while I can understand what their price should be, I'll never know what their price really is because I'll never be involved in trade negotiations for them. So it's a, it's a little tougher for me. So I was just shocked that cook wasn't worth more than like once more than one solid first like to me cook is worth an early and a late at minimum first 23 first it's a really weird spot because we i'm very curious kane do you have a line in the sand right now where you would trade that pick straight up for a 23 first yes what is Seven? it about the 106 six okay in which case like that that's earlier than a Usual. lot of classes yeah so I, there's a lot of things that need to come into play it's understanding the draft class we're in and the value of what we're putting on 23 already which increases the side you got more than what it really looks like on the surface but honestly i think there's gonna be more than a three four point per game difference between singletary i I think we're talking about what Cook is and will be versus what we want Singletary to be. Like if those last four or five games are next season and when trading away someone of the level of Dalvin Cook, not even him specifically, but a stud running back, I want more than the ceiling we hope for plus the 23 first. Like, so if like, let's, let's just pretend this was the 105 and Singletary, I still wouldn't feel great about it. No, I feel absolutely. You mean the 105 this year or next yeah, year? This year. Because like he uh, said, year, technically yeah, the 105 is worth a little bit more than a random 23 first because he said the okay. six is the cutoff. Yeah, I wouldn't feel great. Uh, like I, 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 don't, feel, I feel okay. I feel okay about it. Yeah, it doesn't feel the greatest, right? But I think overall, right, I would much rather move Dalvin Cook a year early, right, when yeah. the Vikings have an out after the 2022 season. When Dalvin Cook will be twenty-seven, like they'll resign him. These see, NFL teams just they they don't they don't do what we all think they should do and just ignore running back. They'll they'll resign him. I'm was convinced. this? Do you mind if I ask? Was this like a one-off trade offer you accepted, or did you shop Cook a little bit? Um, I sent multiple offers. Okay, most got rejected. All right, were they around the same value, or was this one of the cheaper ones you sent out? Um. I so Rashad Penny in a 23 first for Dalvin Cook got rejected. Oh my, I can't believe you even sent that. Yeah, (laughs) I love Rashad Penny, he's gonna be the main running back in Seattle. Oh my, and he might even outscore Dalvin Cook. 
Wow. Hold, wow. I need a second to, I need, hold on. That, that one's stuck in my throat right now. I need a second yeah. to swallow that one down. Wow. That, I can't believe you sent it. I can't believe it got rejected. Not scared. No, I, like, I think that's really just what we've driven aged running backs into our heads is that they are an absolute no-go, especially in February. Like he probably saw Dalvin Cook on the other side. And he's just like, nope. How the hell old is Rashad Penny? 25. He probably he came in, what, two years later? No, next year. Cook came in in 17. Penny came in in 18, right? Yeah. Well, that's not age. That's draft years in the league. But still, yeah, that's okay. But we're we need to move on a little bit. Let's why don't you. We all gave our answers for players of the pick. So why don't you get us to the list? Yeah. So these are all older guys. Um, Joe Mixon. Alvin Kamara, which has question marks. Yes, that yeah, yeah that I, changed as of yesterday. I've re- I've received a lot of offers of for of Alvin Kamara today. Yeah, a lot of offers, and I'm like, nope. Uh, we have Nick Chubb, Dalvin Cook, and Austin Eckler. All right, can you read them one more time? So I'm not sure if I missed one while we were talking. Yep, Mixon, Kamara, Chubb, Cook, Eckler. Excellent. Just five. All right, I can go. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put Mixon. Go Bengals. Who day? All the way, obviously. Who day? Uh, who day? Yeah. Uh, Joe Mixon, number one on this list for me. I think that's the first time I have ever put Joe Mixon at the top of any list he has ever been on. Uh, then number two is Dalvin Cook. I think there's a tear break there. And then I have Austin Eckler. And then I think it's another tear break. And this is all just because of what has recently come about with Alvin Kamara. Like now we have no idea. Like that mm-hmm. that instant flag uh, just puts all his entire future value into question. I would trade him straight up right now for Chubb. Yeah. So Kamara goes on the bottom of my list uh, because that little tiny, not little tiny, but I mean like th- th- we have one incident that we know nothing about yet. Very few details, but instantly he goes just down. That's how tenuous a running back value is for me. Uh, and again, not sorry, not saying it's a little incident. I'm saying we have little information about the incident. And but that's enough for me to knock his value down. Like, yeah, I'm with you. All right, so my list, I have the top three players in the same tier. My, it's the same top three, but a different order. I do have Cook first, if anything, just because. We've seen it for a while, and we know it's going to be the same this year, at least. I have Eckler at two because we've seen him do it longer than Mixon has. And while Bengals are putting putting their offense together and it looks like it's doing great things, the Chargers already have their offense together. It's already doing great things, and Eckler catches a lot of passes. Then I have Mixon at three. I've always been a fan of Mixon and the talent and the idea of where the Bengals offense is going. So as long as Mixon can stay healthy, he's going to be great. The three of them will be top scorers in the running back position, health being good. I want and nothing then, to do with them at the end of next year, too, by the way. Like, oh, well, yeah. By the end of oh, next year, they better either be on a championship team or off my roster. I think of the three of those guys, Mixon is most likely to keep the most value next just because of the age of the rest of his offense and how he is now just producing this high. So people will be willing to ride it for a little longer. But then I have Chubb for Kamara five for the same reason. 
Kamara should be higher, but with, I mean, he has assault charges on him from, yeah. in Vegas from the Pro Bowl, which, man, especially in such a weird year on the Saints when they're, you know, finally maybe switching head coaches, it's up in the air what Kamara, what they're going to do with him. I'm sure, I like, if it were still Peyton, if everything was the same, I feel like there was more of a chance they'd just stick with him through all of it. But loyalty might go out the window at this point, assuming NFL teams show loyalty sometimes because you know 99% of the times they don't what really what really makes me sad is I think Nick Chubb is like my most like I think he's the most talented running back out of all of these guys but just because of the stupid Browns we have to put him out at four instead of five uh, instead of like one mine's a little different um I have Eckler at one Mixon at two Cook at three um Chubb at four Kamara at five um I think yeah I would easily prefer Eckler and Mixon over Cook, I think. Um, granted, I, it's probably because I'm a cynical Vikings fan. Yeah. <laughs> right? That, that probably has something to do with why I'm just lower on Cook as a whole than it most makes people. Sense. Um, you know, I'm super cynical. We lose. So, um, also, the injuries of Dalvin Cook scare me a lot. But right? all, the, top, the fact all that three it's of those top guys have gotten injuries, though Cook seems to... No, I mean, they've all had major, well, Eckler never had major injuries, but he seems to get injured that takes him out of game. Cook They're seems, all running backs. They're all at risk of it. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, the top the, three of them, the I don't know if I distinguish. If anyone, I'm less worried about Eckler, but the other two have gotten injured plenty in their career. I'm, I'm just worried about Dalvin Cook, right, with the repeated shoulder injuries. He's at four shoulder injuries at this point. Yeah, he came in with them also, right? Yeah, so he had them in college. He's had two here. Like, you're looking at like labrum injuries and shoulder dislocations over and over again for the rest of his career. Relatively, yeah, it's fine. Who needs shoulders? Um, well, that that just makes me think that his career is going to just be a little shorter too. That's fair. Um, so, like, I I think it's a tear break between Cook and Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um, but I I think it's going to be really really difficult to even get anything on top of Nick Chubb for Dalvin Cook. I think that is also a fair statement. I think people would just be fine standing pat and just whatever happens happens um did i probably sell devon cook a little too low sure but in the grand scheme of things knowing i'm a vikings fan i would have held him for four more years yeah and right cool. like it was either trade him now or hold him forever so and you're happy with the trade and that's all that matters yep. exactly i won the trade in my eyes yeah <laughs> so next we're going to move on to wide receiver which is mine and i am also using a player that I put into our little chat to talk about a trade. We are talking about Debo Samuel. Yeah. And the reason we are talking about Debo Samuel is I got a trade offer where someone wanted to send me Debo Samuel for a 23 first and 23 second. So I send in a screenshot of this into the group and they just sort of ignore it. And I type out, give me the confirmation bias I need so I can accept this, <laughs> you know, like in my head, taking Debo for this price is like an easy yes but for some reason, just 23 firsts in my head are the end-all, be-all. So I'm like, do I do this? And then Kane's like, if you're competing, then yeah. And I'm like, honestly, I don't know if I'm competing, but I think I could do it anyway. So I did it. And again, it's just really funny that we are all just talking about players we had trades for, at least the two of us, so far recently. Uh, so It just means John's going to send trades for whatever tight end we talk about. You have to now. No, uh, so I actually the, received a lot of terrible offers for the tight end oh. that I brought. <laughs> so. Debo Samuel in the trade calculator is worth 
the 101 and the 211. So I know we will all just say, throw that 211 out, who cares? But I needed it for my own brain to find close enough to the exact. Debo is 35.1, and the 101 and 211 is 35. So it made me happy. So my question to you, Kane, is Debo Samuel or the 101 and the 211? I want the 101. Okay. I think I'm the same. Uh, the only caveat would be like if I am completely set at quarterback and I don't think I can turn that 101 into something better, if I don't want to draft a quarterback and I'm going to end up drafting a wide receiver, I'd rather have Debo Samuel over Burks right now. But it's not that far off. So, I mean, if, if the worst outcome is I take the 101, I can't manage the trade, and I don't want to take a quarterback, so I take Traylon Burks. Like, okay. Like, I'm okay with that. So I would take the picks. Um, Kane, what to put a name specifically to it, would you Malik take Willis? <laughs> All right, so He's the one I want after the senior bowl? Yes. All righty. He's going to be he, a top 15 pick. He had the best He had the best senior bowl, didn't he? Mm -hmm. by, yeah. by good ways. Yeah, I need to read up on that because I completely forgot the senior bowl and the apparently the Pro Bowl happened. I know the Pro Bowl has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but it, it happened and I kind of forgot. Like I go on Twitter Sunday night and I see all these players' names trending. I'm like, oh, God, what happened? Oh, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I thought the Pro Bowl was at night and I was like, oh, I'll watch it tonight and I'll turn it on. Then I saw people tweeting about it. I was like, oh, it's on during the day. Okay, I'll turn it on. I turned it on. I watched three plays and turned it off. It uh, was... I haven't. It's been. I can't even remember the last Pro Bowl I watched. No, I, 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 I was starved for football. <laughs> it did not, and it did not fulfill it. I think the right answer is the one hundred and one. But man, like, are we too low on Debo Samuel with no. how no, like, with how well he did? And what he, there's no reason for that to really change. I know the big thing with him is injuries. You know, he's not, I don't know, I don't know if he's ever going to play a full season. It just seems like he won't. But he does really well when he's healthy and in there. Though, again, what's the offense going to look like with Trey Lance? Assuming, please don't, just please get rid of Garoppolo. Please but, let Lance start. Not the point. So, yeah. Here's I, the I big thing for me, right? If we're just talking the 101 or Debo Samuel, right? Debo Samuel has less value insulation than whatever quarterback I drafted the 101. 100%. And that, that's the big thing for me, right? Because then if I, whoever I think is the 101, right now for me, it's Malik Willis. If if by, you know, the end of the first year, whatever, Malik Willis, I don't think he's going to be, you know, a top eight quarterback. And I want to move on to take, you know, another shot at the player that could be a top eight quarterback, right? And try to hit that ceiling over and over again. Like Malik Willis is still going to have the same value regardless if he plays well or not. Like yeah. it's still going to be relatively the same. And even if he sits for a year somewhere, his value is still going to be relatively the same. Yeah. Right. Look at Trey Lance's value didn't move. But the issue is if Debo sits or if Debo gets injured or Debo does anything poorly and doesn't completely excel at everything, he's, his value is going to go down. And he's going to be 27 next year already. Yeah. Okay, that is a very fair point. You, I, I am no longer struggling. Yeah, I take the 101. Okay, so this list of players was very interesting to me. No, it's not interesting because it's the same list of wide receivers I've given almost every single time I've done wide receivers in the past like five or six shows. <laughs> so the wide receivers list is 
Tyreek, no, AJ Brown, Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Jalen Waddle. I forgot Jeez, to read it in alphabetical order. Yeah, I, I gave you a lot of names. One yeah, more time. Give them to me again. AJ Brown, Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Jalen Waddle. One of these players does not fit. Value-wise, this is a tier in the rankings of DTC. And in my own mind, one of these players just doesn't fit. I almost put in DJ Moore, but I figured he would probably just be be on the bottom of everyone's list, so I didn't bother because he is a little lower than everyone else is. Are, Are there some players here we can just eliminate? Like, Does anybody have Debo above A.J. Brown? No. Nope. All right, so we're crossing them off. What about Debo versus uh, Tyreek? I still want Tyreek Hill. Yep. Same. All right, so we're eliminating Tyreek. What about uh, Devontae Adams? Is that where we're getting to the line where it might be closer? Yeah, I think that one's closer. All right. I mean, I still have him above. I still have Adams above as well. I guess I do as well. Okay, let's cross him off. What about DK Metcalf? You should probably keep him in the list. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So we got rid of Tyreek Adams and AJB. Good. That makes it a little bit easier here. Those I have I have my list done. Okay. Good. Um, so at one with this manufactured list, I'll just so the list we have here. Uh, so I have Cup at one. I have Devonte Adams at two. I have Debo Samuel at three. I have Jalen Waddle at four. DK Metcalf at five, and your boy T Higgins Hooday at six. Hooday. He's the one that doesn't fit with these guys for me. He fits very much with Debo for me. Like I, I think there is a tear break after Waddle, and DK and and T Higgins are just in that tier below. But I would so, rather have DK the wide receiver one on the offense than anyone with Jamar Chase. So after we got rid of the top three, I I then have. And it's close at the top. <laughs> I have Cup and Waddle at the top. I could probably go either way on them, honestly, and not be really upset. Then I have Metcalf at three, T. Higgins at four, and Debo at five. Okay. I'm just going to read my entire list because trying to remove people is hurting my brain. I have Tyreek Hill at one still. Nope, can't do it. Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddle, Debo Samuel, D.K. Metcalf, T. Higgins. So here's the thing. We, what, removed three people. This list, okay, let's start with this. This list started at wide receiver four on the rankings. We then removed three people on top of that. So that's wide receiver six already down the drain. So we're starting at wide receiver seven. Did anyone have, what was the highest, where did you have Debo ranked? Three. Last. (laughs) I had him... I think second or third in that list. He's wide receiver five in DTC's rankings. Wow. Which is why I gave this big of a list because I was really curious where he would slot in because that seems high. But the thing is, I don't know if you get, I don't know if you trade him away for less than that purely based on what he did and the fact that there's no reason for that to change really. 
if like I me. can get anybody else on this list plus a little bit more for Debo, that's an easy adjustment for me to make. I mean, again, yes, because it is to me, this is a relative tier. I mean, maybe I just won't put T Higgins in a in a tier below because I love him and I'm going to keep him with all the big guys because hashtag team comes a big wide receiver. So to me, this is pretty much a tier. So yeah, if you tell me I can get T Higgins plus a little bit for Debo, I'll maybe I'll just go send that now in the league. I just traded for him, assuming I don't have Higgins on my team already, but like it was just so I was caught off guard with how highly he was ranked. I assumed he was going to be undervalued and it looks like at least dynasty trade calculator has caught up on that. And I made it even more of a question is, did we overcorrect? Like, should Debo be the, I mean, maybe five is just too high, but should he be seven or eight? Like, I don't know. Like, we knocked him down to eight or nine. So still top 10, which is very good. But yeah, five just, I got very, very thrown off by the fact that, that he was wide receiver five here. Five is too high. Okay, well, we know you're not talking about Kyle Pitts because we did that already. So who do you got for us at tight end? Correct. So I have received a lot of terrible offers. For the only tight end that I have probably close to the same amount of is Kyle Pitts. And that's Dawson Knox. (laughs) (laughs) So I have a lot of Dawson Knox, which was awesome this year. Uh, And it was basically free. So what I should do is like trade away half, half. Yep. the Dawson Knox that I have. I mean, that's the right move. But I'm getting terrible. I haven't marketed him. I had not tried to trade him away. These were all unsolicited offers that I received, but they've been terrible. They're like, hey, here's here's a 2022 second. I go to look at the draft order, find out which, which second it is, because I'm like, oh, an early second will be really nice for him. And it's like the 212 or 211. And I'm like, why the hell would I give you Dawson Knox for like a total pick that I'm hoping turns out to give me any production ever in their career that would equal what Dawson Knox just did. Uh, And then I got a couple that people sent thirds and I'm just like, that's just insulting. Like why, 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 why don't send those offers. The calculator has Dawson Knox coming in at a 5.9. That is equal to the 2022 2.06, which I think is kind of fair. Like that's right in the middle. Like I would want, if I got an early second form, I'd probably take it. Late seconds, I'm not even going to look at. So what do you guys think? The 2.06 or Dawson Knox? I'd say Dawson Knox at that point. I don't know if I would trade the 206 for Dawson Knox, but if I had Dawson Knox, I wouldn't send him for the 206. If that Did that make sense? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't no, know I, 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 that's why I kind of think the, the calculator has the price right. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's, that's it's a very like fair. Above, above that, I probably want to pick. Below I that, think I want Dawson Knox. So. He has more use on my team than whatever the 206 is going to be as a draft pick or as a trade piece. Mm-hmm. So if I have him, I'm sitting there doing that. But I think I could do more with the 206 in my hands as opposed to sending it for Dawson Knox. Because it's not like getting Dawson Knox on your team is going to be that piece that gets you a championship. So I don't know if sending that right now matters. No, I'm going straight up blanket Dawson Knox over the 206. I don't (laughs) care either way at this point. Yeah, because Knox at this point is someone I feel fine 
sitting in my lineup and being okay. Now Have I know what everyone is thinking. Dawson Knox is dead and it's Gabe Davis season next season. No, it's not. Or Devin Singletary season. Well, Word. yeah, of course. <laughs> so yeah, no. Knox over the pick. I'm taking Knox. Is is this tight end premium? Doesn't matter. Sure. Yes. If it is tight end premium, I want Dawson Knox. If it's not, give me the pick. I don't know if that I don't know if that matters for Knox. <laughs> Doesn't matter for any tight end. You're not playing Dawson Knox as your flex. So <laughs> But it but it matters in terms of value in the league. Yeah. I guess. It shouldn't, but the problem is that it does. Yeah, I guess. Right. So if I'm looking at 206 in our ADP, that's you're looking at a choice between like Carson Strong or Rashad White. And I would really like to have as many shares of Rashad White as possible. I'll take Dawson Knox. I think that's where I'm at right now. You sounded very enthusiastic about it. Sorry, I was uh, in the middle of a yawn there. Um, So let's get to the list. Uh, I'm going to ask about two names that I think don't belong on the list. Kyle Pitts. Fanter Gasecki, no. I was just ready. I was assuming this this turned into Kyle Pitts talk. If only, if only. No, Fanter Gasecki. Could you do either? You guys want Knox over him, over either of those two? I want Gasecki first. Oh, he's he's a free agent. Okay, no. I want Knox over Gasecki. See, I I don't know why I like Gasecki so much. I think I just like Penn State pass catchers, so I'm just going to stick with Gasecki. What about Fant? I'd rather Fant. I think my order is Gasecki and then flip a coin. Wow. Okay. So that's a little bit closer. I the, those the calculator has Fant and Gasecki like twice the value. Yes. Of Knox. Yes. They so, especially Fant. The calculator likes Fant. Yeah, I, I like Fant and Gasecki. I I wasn't gonna even include them, but I guess there you go. They I guess they could be included. Nonetheless, we're gonna kind of ignore them because I don't want to give a list of eight or nine names because. That gets to be a bit much. No, yeah, only jerks right. do that. Uh, so we will stick with just uh, the the next group of tight ends. So we have Irv Smith, Hunter Henry, Cole Komet, Zach Ertz, Dalton Schultz, and of course Dawson Knox. So again, that was Knox, Schultz, Hunter Henry, Irv Smith, Komet, and Ertz. All right, I can go. Go for it. Well, let's thank you so much for not giving us eight players that I could do it this quickly. So <laughs> I have Dalton Schultz first because he's doing really well. <laughs> yeah, you know, again, I believe he is also a free agent, if I remember correctly. But yep. that is such a Cowboys player. They got to bring him back. So I'm riding the wave that I assume he's coming back. And I take Schultz first. I have Knox second just because I think when you have to go combination of player ability and situation i think he has the best of both i'll put hunter henry at third because he's still the only person that can catch a touchdown on that team zach Ertz four just because of that offense he's on uh irv at five and commit at six which i might flip now that i remembered that naggy's gone and i'm just so used to putting bears on the bottom like that's okay and i think that offense should get better but and I've just I've always liked Irv Smith, and I this is the year, baby. This is the year it happens. This is the year. Um, I have a huge tier break after two. <laughs> um, I think it's Schultz at one, Dawson Knox at two, and then the largest tier break, uh, probably the second largest tier break in all of tight ends, 
after after that one um and then irv at three because he's the young he's young and people still really like him for some reason um hunter henry at four Colkmet at five and zach Ertz at six so i have knox first i actually have hunter henry second then i have schultz then irv then Ertz, then commit uh and if I've if I've made it down to where I'm starting Ertz or Komet, boy, I hope I didn't invest a lot in them. Oh, that, for sure. That's where I'm like, hopefully I'm just playing this streamer tight end game uh week to week and bouncing back and forth and hoping for that touchdown. I don't want to play either of them. Yeah. The top four I, I, I do kind of want to acquire and, and have them on my teams. Yeah, but the thing I is, think it's like you hope you didn't invest a lot. I don't think you like even if you go yeah. right now, I don't think you have to invest a lot for that top four. I mean, a late second's not going to get knocks for me, but if I give a late second for Hunter Henry or Schultz or even probably Irv Smith, like I'd probably do that right now. Yeah, like, I, uh, I agree. In this in this class, I'm okay giving a late second for any of those guys because they're probably going to be my starting tight end. I mean, when I don't have Pitts, obviously, but obviously, <laughs> uh, Pitts is Pitts is starting in the flex, so. All right, that we all gave our lists, right? That's our yeah. last player. All right, we are going to close up shop here at Dynasty Wall Street. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse. Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. Very sleepy John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Ring the bell. We're out of here.